I'm Erin. And we're Keeping, keeping busy. busy. So we did some stuff. Did you guys do stuff too? <laughs> I did some stuff. To keep our tradition of uh, the new year alive, we went with a savory baked good to offset all the sweets that we had over the holidays. Offset some of the sweets. We don't want to offset like too much and, and go crazy. Yeah. It'd have to be a lot of savory things to offset all the sweets. Yes, it's true. We made focaccia. And this is something that you've made before. This is, yeah. I have tried it a couple of times. Although, honestly, I'm going to keep trying it because I haven't quite gotten there to where I want to be. So how did your focaccia come out? Well, what recipe did you use? I found my recipe at inspiredtaste.net. And it's called Easy Rosemary Garlic Focaccia Bread. Ooh. Was it easy? Yeah, it's something that I screwed it up the first time. But that's my fault. I did one of those things where you know you're doing something wrong, but you think maybe it'll work. <laughs> I used expired yeast uh, and yeah. ended up with some very tasty crackers. Can I tell you what? If you're looking for a homemade cracker recipe, try a focaccia recipe, no yeast. Very good. Not a good focaccia, though. No. Focaccia should be, like, light and fluffy. I agree. So I used... Kevin Lee Jacobs recipe from a gardenforthehouse.com. It's called a better focaccia. And I had pretty mm. high hopes for this because it says it's better. And I, I did want it to be better. This was, I think, my third time making focaccia. And my problem is I want it to be soft everywhere. I don't want it to have a crust mm -hmm. at all. I want the entire thing to be pillowy and wonderful and for some reason no matter what i do it just keeps coming out kind of dry and crunchy maybe i'm cooking it too long i don't know but it seems to always come out a little dry and crunchy the last one i made um i believe i used the same recipe too i thought maybe oh i'll try it again but i think what i did is when it came out of the oven i wrapped it in a tea towel mm -hmm. and that helped reduce the crunchiness on the outside of the bread hmm. okay. um, but not like all of the way and I know I had it's hard when you have something to match up to because there was this little place that sold food it wasn't a restaurant it was literally a little place that sold like <laughs> fresh made food um, you could go in and there was like a counter and you could get little buckets of the stuff that was in the counter and almost every day there was something different but this woman always had uh, fresh made focaccia mm. and it was the flavor of the olive oil and like the sea salt on the outside and it was just so overwhelmingly wonderful and so I keep having that in the back of my head to compare my stuff to and it's just not it is not there yeah and this recipe uses a ton of olive oil yeah I'm looking at your recipe here I'm trying to compare. It's kind of hard because he spreads out the recipe. In yeah. The... And for some reason, every time I flip back and forth between the tabs, it like... Resets. Yeah. But anyway, it's so strange. So your recipe has double the flour, but the same amount of yeast. Double the flour and double the olive oil, but the same amount of yeast. Hmm. I'm curious why. Hmm. Well, maybe yours is... Sometimes people over-yeast things because they're worried about how active the yeast is or, you know, differences in temperature. Yeah. This is a fast rising dough. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it hurts one way or the other. It's weird how how much of a margin of error you can have with yeast. Mm. Yeah, my second batch that I made was the same recipe, just with not expired yeast. I was very excited. There are two rises it has you do. The first rise went really well. Yeah, it looks like you have a second little rise in yours as well. And that yeah. second rise, I didn't, I didn't really notice a difference. It was, it was good, but it just wasn't as, as fluffy, as voluminous as I was expecting it to be. And, and I know what you're saying with expectation, because the farmers market near me um, has a bread seller that has just the best focaccia, and mm. I was really had that in mind when, as a goal, when I was trying to make this one. Yeah. Didn't quite meet expectation <laughs> yeah yeah but it was good yeah um good. i think the other thing is if you proof it too long on the first rise the yeast kind of runs out of stuff to eat mm. you know and maybe that's it, what so happened, it gets yeah. to like the point of no return and it's kind of like we're done yeah so i am gonna send you my pretty picture did you take a picture of both of yours no i only took a picture of the success <laughs> That's convenient. Uh-huh, I think so. I think I also should have poked this one more. There's not enough craggy oil holes in it. Mm-hmm. Needed to be, like, dealt with. Ooh, yours is so Poofy? round. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a slice picture? Um, maybe. Let me see. Cross section. I'll try to find one. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, it came out pretty, just kind of flat. Oh, the second one came out flat too, or is that the first? I swear, I remember it being poofier than this, but this is the only picture that I have. And I was pretty sure I only took a picture of the second one. Maybe I was mistaken and I only took a picture of the first one. Oh, no. Oh, no! Oh, no, Mr. Bill. Well, it still looks like... What did you put on the top? Because it looks like you have rosemary and is it like granulated garlic or something? This recipe has you infuse the olive oil with rosemary, thyme, and garlic. And then I got some large, very coarse uh, chunk sea salt and sprinkled that on top when I baked it. So I got some big salt chunks. Ooh. So here's a picture of it cut, but you can also see that I kind of crushed it when I cut it. (laughs) I think I couldn't help myself and I cut it when it was still hot. Mm. This is very pretty. Thanks. I used the flake sea salt. I love my flaky sea salt. It looks lovely. I would try this again, but I don't know what I would do different. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I think I would get better olive oil. Mm. I think I would try to cook it for slightly less time. Mm -hmm. Um, Let it cool all the way before I cut into it and wrap it in the tea towel to keep the outside of the bread from getting crunchy. Because mm, I feel okay. like it comes out of the oven and it feels like pillowy soft, and but by the yeah. time it's cool, it's gotten like a crust on it, and I just like I don't want the crust. I want it to just be like squishy. Yeah, it's a squish bread. It, it should, should be a squish, squish bread. Yeah, and I also maybe think I would brush it with olive oil after the bake too, or drizzle Ooh, it. Yeah, so it can get in those little pockets and just like mm. soak in. So that I think that would be my game plan for next time. Mm-hmm. Although, like, literally, I'm looking at this pic- picture of the of the bread, and I just want to take a bite out of the side of it, but it's mm-hmm. gone. It's like long gone. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, it's not like one of those things where you don't hit top marks and then it sits around in the house. I mean, people going to eat that bread. Right. Even a mediocre focaccia is still pretty good. Yeah. So, focaccia bread. Have you been keeping busy doing anything else? Trying to think. So, I made some creme brulee for fun, which came up pretty okay. Creme brulee is fun. It was a little jigglier than... I think I should have left it in a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, But it was still... I mean, it's creme brulee. It's delicious. Mm. Agreed. Did you do vanilla or did you mix up the flavor a little? No, just vanilla. It was sort of an impulse make. And I had some vanilla beans, so... There are very few things that I'll use a real vanilla bean for. Um, It's either creme brulee or uh, vanilla ice cream. Ice cream. Hell yeah. Yeah. You definitely need ice cream. Yeah, you need the real bean for that. Yeah. Makes a big difference. So I made creme brulee, and then I haven't been doing any crafty stuff. We're working on renovating a closet, which doesn't sound like much but it's kind of a it's a big closet that had some wallpaper wallpaper that looks like wood and there was nasty plaster behind it anyway that's turned into a big project so i've been keeping busy with that and that's about it how about you you doing anything fun um well my children roped me into making two recipes this weekend uh one being chocolate mini cupcakes with my daughter and the other being um chewy caramels with my son (gasps) and the chewy caramels actually came out delicious i know we did caramels once before uh Mm -hmm. or caramel once before and i think i cheated and did basically like a dolce de leche layer (laughs) in shortbread Mm -hmm. but these came out really good and i've discovered so i cut them into little squares but they're quite they're not liquidy soft, but they're softer than like craft caramels. Okay. I discovered that if you take a little square of the caramel and flatten it out and stick two pecans on the bottom, you can stick one of those like dark chocolate wafers on top and have an instant pecan turtle without any mess whatsoever. It's oh. fantastic. <laughs> that sounds great. Of course, the recipe said, you know, that you have to boil the the sugar and cream and whatever mixture for like a half mm-hmm. an hour and it took me a good hour to boil it oh. because I don't I don't know what is wrong with me in candy making I just can't I either burn it or it takes me three times as long <laughs> caramels are so tricky to get exactly like if you're looking for a soft caramel like a chewy caramel versus a hard caramel versus like a caramel sauce right yeah stopping at the right temperature and I don't know it's mysterious. It's mysterious so good piece. when you get it right. It is. It's tricksy. Then I also started a project, but I haven't finished it because I got frustrated. Everyone knows the world is like, you know, in trouble. And so I've been trying to reduce the stuff that I throw away. And my mm-hmm. recent thing has been paper products. So I've pretty much stopped buying paper towels altogether and use a combination of dish towels which i have hanging around the kitchen for any like spills that happen uh Mm -hmm. and cloth napkins with dinner so i've kind of i've pretty much eliminated paper towels but then i'm like tissues my family Mm -hmm. goes through like a heck ton of tissues and it appears that the only good alternative to paper tissues is actually 
fabric tissues. I'm not sure I'm going to win my family over on this one, but I made a little fabric container for <laughs> for <laughs> some fabric tissues, but it's uh-huh. I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to stick, man. I'm going to have some pushback on this one. <laughs> That's a tough one. You know, there's people who swear by handkerchiefs, and I, I know I work with some people that do that, but I just can't imagine blowing my nose and just kind of folding it back up and putting it in my pocket, and then I have to blow my nose again. And how do you make sure that you don't... Smear what was already in there, all of your face yes. or your yes. hands? Well, the idea with this is that it's actually better than handkerchiefs because you just Ah. have a plethora of little pieces of fabric to blow your nose on instead of a huge, like, bandana-sized giant hanky to just snot all over. You have little ones, um, and you just blow your nose and have a little receptacle right there, and then when all Mm -hmm. the tissues are gone, you just throw them all in the wash. (laughs) Okay. So I made this little stand-up yeah. container, and I made a, you know, sample of tissues. <laughs> when did you kick off the the tissue effort? I was, I was literally doing it today. I looked up, like, what's the best eco-friendly tissue? Is it recycled? Is it bamboo? Is it blah 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 And I was like, mm-hmm. no, turns out if you want you know, to actually help the environment and also be able to blow your nose without it falling through the tissue and getting snot all over your hand, you should just use fabric. Okay. So then I looked it up on Etsy and, you know, getting a set of fabric tissues is like $60. And I'm like, ha, 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 that's ridiculous. <laughs> I have so much fabric in my house. <laughs> I need to pick a sewing project soon. I got one. Okay. What is it? I was actually going to suggest this as well to you. So these are super straightforward, pretty much an easy patterns for uh, sewing pouches that are used to help orphaned baby animals in Australia. So it's helping like the animal relief effort, you know, because a lot of them are marsupials. Some of them aren't, but just need like cozy places to stay safe. But Mm -hmm. a lot of them are um, in their patterns for joey pouches and kangaroo pouches and i thought maybe we could each make a couple pouches and send them in oh yeah that's really cute so this is at uh the spruce crafts 10 patterns to make for australian animals affected by wildfire wildfires there's um there are other pages that have them too if you just look Mm -hmm. at you know sewing patterns for australian animals um, I'm sure you can find them eventually. They have some that are, you know, just give you the instructions on how to make it. They have some that are printable patterns. The one thing is that they're pretty specific on what kind of fabrics the ty- different types of pouches should be made out of. So if you're going to help out and make some of these pouches and send them, just make sure that you're sending them the right stuff. Mm, that makes sense. So I thought that was a neat little craft project, and it would make me feel like I was helping in some way. Yeah, I like that. We can try and do that as well. Though we have already picked a recipe, so this could be bonus. Yes, this is Extra bonus. credit. Because, you know, keeping busy all the time. Right. There's <laughs> plenty of time for animal pouches and tasty treats. 
Yes, and what's it going to be our tasty treat? Because I know Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, it sure is. And what does your woman want more than anything else is a tea party. Who doesn't want a tea party? Your woman wants a tea party. Your man wants a tea party. Your man probably wants a tea party. Your children, your stuffed animals, and your cat all want a tea party. Mm-hmm. Your gender non-specific, non-conforming. Gender non- Is that the right one? Gender non-conforming? That's the one. I got it in two. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not politically correct enough. Oh, they want a tea party. Everyone on every spectrum wants a tea party. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make some jam flavor to be determined, uh, baker's preference. And we're going to make some clotted cream, which is very typical in English tea, high tea services. What's the right word for that? I think it's actually low tea, isn't it? Is for it low tea? things, isn't high tea like dinner? High tea is the sandwiches? I think Low high tea, tea is the sandwiches. The... Okay. <sighs> cream tea. We'll ca- I think it's cream tea. No, I I don't know. They have too many names for right. teas, and I think they're all the opposite of what they should be. <laughs> so clotted cream is somewhere between like a whipped butter and a whipped cream. How would you describe it? Gosh, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it's like whipped cream on steroids. And it's like... But it's thicker than whipped cream. And it's like butter made into a dessert topping. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it has the the fresh creaminess of whipped cream, but it's a thick, buttery consistency. Mm-hmm. I hear there's a big debate in England, uh, or the UK, I should say, about whether you take I know. your... I know the right way. I also know the right way. Yeah, there's an obvious right way. There's an obvious Um, right way. Well, the the question is, do you put, do you smear your clotted cream first and your jam second? Or jam first and clotted cream second? Carrie, what's the answer? Definitely clotted cream then jam. Yes. 100% all the way. The other way around doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Nope. Nope. Your clotted cream just smushes around sliding on the jam and you can't actually spread it. The jam's just like a weird um, biscuit lubricant, and it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> unless yes. it's on top. As like, plus it looks prettier because you put like the shiny, glossy mm. fruit stuff on top at like a tart. Like when yeah. you're making a tart, you want the shiny fruit on top. You don't want like some mm. weird, chunky cream thing. <laughs> if the fruit goes on top. Definitely. That's right. So come at us, uh, English people. Everybody else. I dare you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So we're going to be doing clotted cream, jam, and then again, dealer's choice, some sort of biscuit or scone. To put it on. To put it on, yes. So we can think about flavor combinations, what kind of biscuit flavors to go with, what kind of jam flavors, and glue it all together with clotted cream. Sounds delicious. You can wake your sweetheart up, hand Mm -hmm. them a wonderful strong mug of tea and a Mm. scone with some clotted cream and homemade jam on top it's like oh that would be so pretty a heart-shaped scone with light billowy globs of clotted cream and then a wonderful homemade jam on top that's that's love right there that is love Mm -hmm. i would be 
very happy to get that. <laughs> Me too. In fact, I think I will give it to myself. You know, <laughs> self-love. Yeah, you need to learn to love yourself before you can love others. Therefore, make yourself this. Absolutely. We have a baked treat and an extra credit assignment for uh, animals in Australia. Extra credit for humans. Mm-hmm. So if you tried focaccia, if you know all the tricks how to make a perfect fluffy focaccia, please send us those tips at keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. Check out pictures of our focaccia by going to Facebook and searching for Keeping Busy Podcast. And don't forget to make some delicious tea treats for your loved ones. Including yourself. Including yourself. So, until next time, we'll be Keeping keeping busy. Busy.